Welcome to the FaceTime with God podcast. I'm your host, Kay Farrar, and yes, you have tuned in to the right place because we're bringing Christ to the culture and the culture to Christ. All right, you guys, I know that was a cliffhanger, but thank you for joining us back for part three of our conversation with the Branch family. Wow. Yeah, through the help of my apostle and some women in place, they just told me about a home program. Okay. I went through them and... Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. So, because, and that's why I wanted to kind of hit on that a little bit, because when you were saying through the help of the Lord, so Mm -hmm. I'm hearing two things. Um, One, you met your husband, Mm -hmm. you know, through being involved in church. Yeah. And then, not that just you came and you showed up and that kind of thing. You came and you left at church, but like you were in relationship yes. with your pastor and some of the women there. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of advising you and guiding you and they yes. helped steer you and support you in the direction of, you know, going through this program where you got your home. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. that that is outstanding. And yeah. again, um, it just talks about connection, yes. community, yes. And, and in a sense, your extended family that was, was very supportive. For yes, you. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, so Jeremy, tell tell us a little bit about like why being married and be you know being a father and a family mm-hmm. man. How why is it so important for you? And I guess maybe what you feel the difference is because again, looking at the statistic, a lot mm-hmm. of people aren't going that way. Yeah. You know, they're. You know, they want to be in a relationship, but they're like, well, okay, <laughs> we just be in a relationship, but we won't get married. So mm-hmm. what? why was it important for you not just to have April, but to mm-hmm. have a family unit and to actually be married? Mm-hmm. Well, I came from a single-parent home. My mom raised, I got three brothers. It's three, three boys and a girl. I'm the oldest. Um, so you kind of like see how, like how a single-parent really hold on and working, how to provide and how to be strict. And we grew up in like the inner city. We grew up in like North Side Rich, right? So I'll see my dad maybe once a year, you know. Mm. But once that didn't a come until like my teenage years, you know, when I first started like high school, I guess. Um, so, you know, as a, a kid, even as a, you know, a boy mm-hmm. especially, they're going to always want to be around that dad, mm-hmm. no matter if you do good, no matter if you do bad. That's just, that's what you, you know. So you see, like, especially the oldest, you see, like, what your mom got to go through. Like, the struggle is, like, three jobs, literally. Wow. Two and three jobs, you know. But we didn't, we didn't see, we didn't feel that, you know. She worked that hard that we didn't feel, like, Mm. poverty or uh-huh. feel like, you know, the stats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. didn't know it because right. she worked that hard. You know, and wow. she kept us in church. Mm-hmm. She stayed in church, kept getting the word. You know, um, I think that would carry her, you know, just like the strength. Mm-hmm. Just that Jeremy, we could always stay in church, always stay in church, kept us in church, you know, because it's easy to get caught out, like mm-hmm. real easy. Mm-hmm. And she made sure, like, hey, get home before the street lights. Don't be around nobody. You're not supposed to be around. Watch your brothers and sisters. You know, like, that's the oldest, you know. And you see it as the oldest, like, okay. You can see how it can take kids away from you. And you can see how the majority are single-parent homes. Mm-hmm. And most of them was mothers, mm-hmm. grandmothers. 
and you see it, someone don't have no parents at all, right? Mm. So you kind of feel like, okay, that ain't, this don't post to feel right. This don't post to feel like the normal, you know mm. what I mean? And you see, like, the other side, and you start looking in and seeing, like, other cultures, and, you know, you might have those one or two examples that you see that, okay, like my best friend, my close friend, yeah, if it's mom and dad, um, and so I used to get on him, like, man, he used to trip because his dad was real strict, like, real strict, right? And I said, listen, man, we don't have that. I mm. said, you got your dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I used to go back and forth with him. And he's like, Jeremy, so I said, bro, your dad in church. <laughs> he pushing y'all through school. Wow. Like, why is you, why is you complaining? So he kind of see it on my side, though. Like, yeah, I see, you know, I'm coming over here trying to hang out with y'all. North side, you know, and he thinking it's all cool. He's originally from Chesterfield, so he didn't get to see you know what I dealt with every day, right? right? So he like, yo, I understand, understand what you mean. I understand, like, okay, my mom and dad is here. They working hard every day. They making sure we're in church. So he didn't feel like the effects that I feel, you know. And then a lot of stuff I didn't, I didn't notice until I got older. You know mm. what I mean? Like, our father is important. Like, mm. you know, when you when you don't have for so long, you don't have your father. You know what I mean? You kind of be like. This ain't right, you know, because you see so many kids just without a father. And you see, like, the influence. You yeah. Know, the influence is heavy, you know. Wow. And those the drug dealers, those the guys stand up, uh-huh. guys skipping school. So you're, you think that's amusing. Huh. You know what I mean? But when you start learning, like, okay, my mom started. She said, look, Jeremy, she helped me out. As soon as I turned 15, I got a job, right? I was working with her at working with her at McDonald's, right? And it was like my summer job, my first job. Not knowing, okay, I might get a little money, but I was just thinking like, help my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You still don't feel it all, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't know the bills she got to pay. Yeah. You don't know everything. She ain't yeah. gonna let you know all her business. Yeah. She ain't gonna let you know that. Huh. She just know. Give me the check. Uh-huh. You, can, you know what I mean? Here's a little money for your haircut, your little school shoes, stuff like that. So you don't you don't notice until mm-hmm. like later on, you know, yeah. like okay, you know. Mm-hmm. But hmm. I say all this say is you know, <clears throat> you know, having a father is is super important. Mm-hmm. It seems like the kids cling to the father for like, uh-huh. their guidance, protection. You know, they run to the mom for the nurturing and you know the schooling and all that. You know what I mean? Like the women pick up certain things. Yeah. They just have it. They just have it. As a man, <laughs> you know, as the man, like, okay, especially I got sons. Uh-huh. You know, you got to teach them, like, what's really out here. Uh-huh. Education, so, you know, <clears throat> all those things. Yeah, so it's a couple things that you said, again, that I kind of want to dig into a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think I heard you say that um, there were some of the kids, like, maybe in the neighborhood with you that you said they had no parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, were they, like, did they kind of just sort of... Dep- S- they had a place to stay, but they kind of had to run it themselves. If you see the, if you ever go in North, there's a lot of like foster homes, and you got like, okay, okay, what you call those boys' homes. And okay, stuff like that. so they were still, we would still see them, mm-hmm. knowing their situation. Okay, okay, he's going into a home afterwards. I'm going to my I got mother. You. you know what I, I mean? I got you. So it wasn't like they were kind of in an abandoned home by themselves, but mm-hmm. they were like a lot but of you do the see foster. That too. The, okay, you see that too. You, okay, you have vacations where you see that, mm-hmm. and you know. Ain't nobody in the house with them kids. 
Like, wow. you know that. Yeah. You know that it's, it's going on, you know. So. And so seeing all of that, how... What? How did that make things different for you once you got married and became a father? Um, do you think actually it worked to your good in the sense that, okay, at least you know what you're not going to do <laughs> type thing? Or how did that just play into who you are oh, yeah. today and how you raise your family? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to start with my father first, right? Okay. So I know, you know, if I knew I wanted my dad as bad as anybody else, mm-hmm. even though I didn't see him, I didn't know him that much. Mm-hmm. But just having those memories, you're going to always want your dad. Mm-hmm. So you can see, like, okay, if I cried, imagine with somebody that have their dad every day, right? Mm-hmm. You want that connection. You want a father figure. You want a role model that's a man sometimes, especially boys. Yeah. You want somebody that you can be like, look, I need help. Can I talk to you? Can I come to you for a mentor? You know? So I knew that going in when I was like 15, 16, I was like, okay, this is the last one. My dad said, hey, I'm going to come get you, Mm. you know. I'm going to come get you, and we're going to spend the day, right? Mm. That day really went by, and I didn't see him. Mm. And it tore into me, right? Mm. My mom come for me, my brothers and sisters, like, looked out for me. But it was still like, you know, this ain't right because I'm hurting too bad, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, when I turn, when I finally become a father, I'm going to make sure my kids don't see that. They don't feel that, what I mm. feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was one of them things, like them choices, like them experiences. Mm-hmm. So it made me do for my sons, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I don't want them feeling that. And I, I see them every day. And I think you know? it makes them go hard, too, because just Jaden didn't say, but Jeremy, I thought that would be his fun fact. He's an avid reader, too. Okay. He reads I a lot. Know that. Yeah, and... um. He would see him reading. Okay. Like, I feel ashamed sometimes because uh-huh. I don't really read like that. I'll read a fashion magazine article. I got, like, Vogue yeah. books yeah. come into the house, all that. I'll read some articles fashion-wise, all that, blogs. But as far as a book, he will run through them. And wow. I think that it, he spends dad day, like, Saturday is family day, but usually it's, like, dad day, too. Like okay. They, and I think that's why he just makes a real effort, mm-hmm. real good effort to be present gotcha. and, and make sure that he's there. And like I said, I'm a single mom. He's taken in Justice as his own as well, mm-hmm. even though Justice has a very strong, very like active father. Mm-hmm. But it's just that he he just has a plus bonus dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like we always say, you know, I, you just have double. You know what I mean? <laughs> and even triple grandparents. So it's just yeah. like... It just, I think it made him out of very more like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a good, solid family and be present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that I'm, I'm hearing is a lot of structure and order. Oh, yeah. As to how your family operates, right? Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, you know, Jaden, 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 uh, he, he spilled the beans on the date night, right? Mm-hmm. But then even how he... Structures his own time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know of too many kids that structure their time like that. And he's just rattling off the times. Yes. <laughs> but that yeah. structure, mm-hmm. because one of the things a lot of educators talk about is the lack of structure mm-hmm. for many of our kids, yes. right? Yes. Um, and you know, sometimes I I kind of say let's 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 think about this. If you got a, a child that 
all of their um, activity is just really overstimulation. Mm. Like they're looking at, you know, video mm. games and the games are like jumping, <laughs> you know, bumping, That's lights are blinking, yes. you know, you got to move so quickly, you know, milliseconds <laughs> to, to do these video games and whatnot. And then if they're just around just a lot of music videos and then just always action, action, action. Yes. Mm. And then you come and want them to sit down yes. <laughs> in a classroom mm. and, and sit still. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's, how can you expect that to happen? And then you want them to go to, you know, to do this activity and then switch mm-hmm. and change and do that. And I mean, be structured in school mm-hmm. when there really hasn't been any structure at home. But it sounds like in your case, it's really the opposite. Yeah. Um, so how do you balance like the structure with you know, freedom, and I mean, do you think you guys are like super strict, mm-hmm. or is it that you kind of lay some things out there, or is it just that the the kids kind of know what's expected? Like Jaden, he structured his own stuff, yes, mm-hmm. because within the expectations. I mean, just maybe just tell us a little bit more about how that found the family dynamic works in terms of the structure and this your day to day. Like, how does it operate? <laughs> oh yes. So um, I would say we're very, very much so like we believe in order and just having things scheduled. And okay, um, I never uh, scheduled out Jaden's, you know, uh, day. You know, I just started him off doing those things okay. that he needed to do as he was transitioning from virtual to being at home. Okay, so he saw the benefit of like, oh, we, you know, if I do these classes and I get all of my electives out of the way, I might. I'll be finished. I won't have to take it in high school. I'll get the credit. So I feel like a lot of times just talking to the child and explaining it, and he in his mind like, oh, well, let me get this done. So then he started doing his scheduling and doing all the things needed for the different classes. Mm-hmm. And he realized if I get it done, I have free time to do whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, yeah, not mind manipulated, but just <laughs> some kind of like letting him see, like even when you mentioned the screen time. Uh-huh. He was on his game a lot and stuff. And so I, I just let him read an article. Okay. Like, boom, this is what it does to your brain. This is what wow. happens. And he read it and was like, oh, no hmm. wonder you're scheduling my screen time, you know? So I think a lot of times you just reel with them and just explain it. And him being smart, he's analytical. So he just read it and was like, oh, so I do need to have a time frame for this, that, and this. And he just always at 9 o'clock, it's time for bed. Let me go brush my teeth, all this. So once you start that schedule... I feel like the kids want that, and they just pick up on it. So that's what he did, you know. Um, our, our pastor is very much like just order. She just mm-hmm. teaches us from that. Wow. And then even praying with him every morning. Mm-hmm. That's how we do our day. I pray with, you know, Jeremy prays with me mm-hmm. before he leaves for work. So we just have a schedule but not really scheduled. Right. And I think that, I don't know, but I just feel like God just allows you to be that I mean, way. I don't feel like it. You know, I, like, okay, you know, people, some people outside are looking at like, oh, that, that is kind of strict, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's strict. I think it's like order, like you said. Uh-huh. You got to have a time for everything, right? Right. You know, hey, Monday through Friday, we're going to go hard, mm-hmm. get this school work done. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm working, your mom working, everybody here doing their part. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting on the game all day long, you don't right. do that because it's going to mess <laughs> with them. But it shows. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It'll, their performance in school, mm-hmm. it will start throwing them off because he only what you think about that game mm-hmm. you think about that TV right mm-hmm. so if you I let him have the game on the weekend that's what we do 
the games on the weekend. You do good in school during the Earn week. Earn it, yeah. Earn it. Mm-hmm. Have a ball, dude. We about to have a ball this weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if you don't, you did what? You ain't paying attention mm-hmm. in school? The screen is right there. How come you're not paying attention? <laughs> if I get... One or two instances like that, all right, no, no game this weekend. Yeah. You got to earn everything. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-mm. I got boys. You got to be hard on them. You got to be like, look, this is how you do it. Get up, make that bed. Let's, I ain't got to look at the time. I ain't got to look at the watch. You know what time to be in that class. Simple. Wow. So do you ever have to remind him oh, to yeah. get on to the class? Yes, or is he, a, a child. He, is he pretty much do it? He, I mean, yeah, he does. He does, but I mean, he's still a kid. Mm-hmm. Know, so you gotta. Sometimes they don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amen. You know what we come for. It's time to time to knock this out. Mm-hmm. But you gotta show them the value of it. You know what I mean? Like this is what you get out of it. If you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Even something simple as okay, they want that game. They want trips. They want to do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust me. I don't have no problem with saying, okay, we'll go to Kings and Men, but you want to ride no rides? Yeah. You know what He's I mean? You gotta, oh, you gotta, wow. you gotta reward them. Yeah. You can't let these kids have mm-hmm. everything they want all the time. Because we think already that's... bought the pass and we wanted to go. Wow. And you just won't ride rides. Isn't that ride. something? Yeah. And so, I mean, you, you got some boundaries and you yes. stick to them. Yeah. You got you. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about um, sometimes in our community, people, you know, love their kids so much that they don't say no, yeah. they don't correct yeah. them, they just don't want to, you know, put any boundaries around the kids. They, they and so, mess them with they messing them up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You can love them. He knows, they know, just as they know. If I love you, I'm going to tell you what's real, I'm going to tell you what's going to help you out and what's going to set you up for life. But if I'm just allowing you just to you know, have your game 24-7, I don't pay attention. They be kids, on, they don't even pay attention in school, nothing. Mm. If I allow that, yeah. I ain't loving you. Yeah. I'm just, you that's know. Serious. Uh, that's serious. Yeah, how we, you might have to re- we might have to, we might put that in bold yeah. on the, on the YouTube. You gotta, you gotta look at it like that. And like, I always joke with him, I say he has like um, black daddy vibes, like he don't be playing. We had something happen with our neighbor, and Jeremy came and corrected it. It was like even the dog, you know, was listening. Like, it just, <laughs> he just have a way, like, with just oh, no. how to handle things and just kind of correct things. And I think in the black family, you need that man to have that, hmm. you, you know, I don't play that father, you know, that, hey, hey. I'm a black dad now, you know. And I always yeah. be telling him, like, <laughs> and people get themselves together, that's too, even had. at work. Mm-hmm. Cause Church, you, like everywhere. the situation with you know the neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. Him and the neighbor kid. Mm-hmm. Some sound didn't sound right. So that's some, they, they throwing rocks. They throwing rocks. Jayden, is Jaden part of that? Hmm. Somehow he was a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, Nah, that ain't Jaden. I talked to him. I said, Come in the college. Let me, let me talk to you. <laughs> what, what's going on before I? Mm-hmm. But I knew the kid. The neighbor is he lighting grass on fire, mm. cussing his parents out. Mm. Like, I see that. I hear it. I see it. They let him get anything you want. Mm. Room loaded. The boy got Amazon coming in there every day. Every day. day. Mm. Right? So they creating the monster, right? Mm. So Jaden is close with the boy, right? Jaden has this tray where he will follow the kid because the kid is older than Jaden, right? He just had that influence on him. So I'm like, Jaden, did you throw them rocks? What's going on? Because everybody was complaining. 
And we're not done. Join us in the next podcast for the rest of this story.